I need a spice girl. Ziggy, ziggy, I fuck up my whole world. Pause when she talk nothing like old girl. Scary and sporty. Tell her what I want, what I really, really want is a spice girl. Yo, what's good? Jacob here. Uh, episode what I believe is 10 of the Gentleman Sweep here with Cyril, as always. Going in strong on the 10th episode. 10th episode. We got nine listens on the 9th episode. <laughs> Um, hopefully we match that for this one um it's gonna be a more compact episode we're gonna talk a little bit about uh well i just got back from a little trip so we're gonna talk about that and it's gonna be kind of like an all all-star episode we're gonna do uh, our all-star teams our selections and we're kind of gonna debate them and uh, talk about emissions snubs that kind of thing and uh we're just gonna talk about that uh so what have you been up to the last couple of days so i haven't really seen you i've been been away uh nothing as interesting as watching the okc game uh, against the raptors that's for sure yeah uh just been around lately you know playing some fifa ultimate team i yes, think sir. you saw the, the yeah, work i've been putting <laughs> if i had the time after this i would give you the work in my my own house but it's gonna have to wait until <laughs> the new year i think but uh let's focus on you right now yes. how was that okay, how so was that trip it got off to like a pretty rocky start that's so, true so essentially so I was taking a flight Montreal, Toronto, and then Toronto to Dallas. And I was supposed to drive from Dallas to Oklahoma City, which is like a three-hour drive. And so we were flying over the night before the game, and we were supposed to stay the first night in Dallas and then drive the next morning to OKC. And then obviously my flight in Montreal to Toronto was delayed three hours. So I had to sleep in Toronto. We missed the last flight to Dallas. We stayed in like the shittiest rat-infested hotel ever. It was absolutely Do you think garbage. the Raptors fly straight to Oklahoma, or do they... Uh, fly to Dallas like you do. No, no. <laughs> in fact, they were even playing in Dallas that oh, night. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, so yeah. They came, and they were losing. And they lost, yeah. <laughs> so we came really close with timing-wise. Like, we almost would have been able to catch both games, but we weren't, so that, that was kind of disappointing. But we, Oh, wait, you were supposed to watch the Dallas game too? Like, timing-wise, we were trying to make it happen, but, like, uh, Toronto-Dallas flights don't happen frequently enough that we could, ha- that we could make it but, happen. But, like, you were planning on going to the... To, to the Dallas game or no, no, no. Oh, okay. But like we, like at first we were trying to make it happen, and then we realized we couldn't, so we we're like, we'll just go to OKC. Okay. But uh, so eventually we get to Dallas. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, because they also lost. And that's a way more disappointing loss than the. Seriously, I would have been really won. pissed if that was like the one game I went to. <laughs> but so we got to like the problem was that there was kind of a concern with the timing of our flights so that we might not even make the OKC game on time. So I was like extremely vexed that first night, uh, but we made good time. We got there early. Did your dad comfort you? No. <laughs> Oklahoma City, did, Oklahoma did your, City is really small. Did your dad remotely care? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> okay, he'd, spe- he'd spent money on the tickets, man. He, like, <laughs> he didn't want to waste money. Oklahoma City is like really small, though. Like it's got like a real like small town vibe to it. You could kind of walk everywhere, at least where we were. Like we were kind of in the downtown core, and like you could walk to like a million different restaurants. Uh, we're within walking distance of the uh, of the. Uh, it's really arena folksy. As well. from what, from yeah, what it saying. is pretty folksy. Also, it's, it was fucking cold. It was like, I, it was oh, minus yeah? two the entire time. Like people get this idea, like once you get down south, it's a little bit warmer, but. Uh, it's definitely warmer though. Definitely, it is warmer, but like it was. Definitely like, not minus 30 there. No, no, but it was still, it was still pretty cold. Cause like Oklahoma is more like Midwest than it is south. Yeah, that's that true. Point. Exactly. But um, the atmosphere was crazy, man. Because it's got this small town vibe. It's like really not a corporate type crowd. Like when I went it's to, a very college type yeah, of crowd. I went from to, what I heard. Because I went to the Warriors game last year in San Francisco and it was like all dudes in suits, like leaving at halftime and stuff like that. Which is a shame because they used to have the same uh, thing as, as. Yeah, they used to have a crazy fan base, uh, Golden State. At least when I was there, I can't speak for it. Like, but now it's true. Games. The tickets have 
like jack they jacked up the ticket price. Yeah, like the now people who are at a lot of NBA games crowd. don't represent the true fan base. Like I didn't I didn't yeah. feel that way in Oklahoma. Like the people who are there, like that really represent the fan base. Everyone is everyone's decked out in blue and orange and like the arena's really compact. Like it's it's more high than it is long. And so like the seats kind of feel as though they're on top of each other. It really is like a college game. Man. Yeah, and yeah. so when the, when the crowd goes wild, like you get super claustrophobic. Like it feels as though you're like right on top of the court. And like I felt intimidated just being a fan of the other team. So I can't imagine. <laughs> Were you uh, wearing, wearing your DeMar DeRozan jersey? Yes, I was. Oh, respect. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, my dad did like, he couldn't find two seats together and it was cheaper to get us seats in different sections. So I was actually sitting alone. <laughs> and he was sitting and my alone. Dad was sitting alone. <laughs> and we couldn't even look at each other. We were, we were that far away. Did you guys text each other? No, <laughs> no, because I didn't have Wi-Fi. So I was just watching and like everyone around me is an OKC fan. And then someone, someone on the Raptors scored and be like, yes. yes. <laughs> so I felt like a, re- I felt like a huge tap. So I just started talking to the guys next to me. They were, they were nice guys. So. They were, were they like uh, tolerant of the whole Raptors fan thing? I said, yeah. they were, I'm sure they were that game. Yeah, they were. Maybe not when JV and Westbrook were fighting. That was so stupid that people were saying like such xenophobic shit. They were like, send this cracker back to his country. <laughs> like, woo, dog. It's, it's not that serious, man. I don't like, Did I you think I could go- count on one hand the amount of black people that were there. <laughs> it was the whitest crowd I've ever been. You do, you, did you have the, the mascot they have with like that fat black dude? Um, the one, the one with the, like the one who has a bunch of like fate, uh, body paint on him. Every game. No. Never no, saw that guy? I didn't see that guy, no. Like, there's an Oklahoma fan. He, like, wears a bunch of body paint. And people, like, just, like, slapping around his stomach the whole game. I'm really glad I didn't <laughs> see that. But we had, we had good seats. I mean, it was a really crazy game. It was... Oh, fuck. Excuse me. Uh, like, Westbrook has this, like, magnetic power there where, like, every time he, he touches the ball and dribbles it, people are standing up. They're, like, waiting on his every single move. And, like, a lot of times he would make a big play and you would kind of, like, try and amp the crowd up, like, raise arms in the air and stuff like that. And it starts, like, a standing ovation. Like, he was, like, when it was, like, kind of like a maestro conducting an orchestra. Like, it was fucking nuts. <laughs> I have a question, though. Before the game, do you feel like he's a cult hero, like, around the city itself? Like, yeah. Honestly, like, we, we went into, like, a bunch, like, a few different restaurants because a lot of them were too full before the game because we were close. Right. And, like, a lot of them, the entire staff are wearing OKC jerseys. It's like it's like the city stops when, they, when there's a game going on. That's cool. It was a really cool atmosphere. And everyone was really nice, honestly. Like, a bunch of people came to talk to me and my dad after the game. Like, oh, how, how are you like in Oklahoma? Are you guys coming from far? That's cool. Yeah, it was it was a good vibe. Like, that's, was, why, that's why their, fan, their players tend to love uh, Oklahoma City. That's why I think Goon is such a tap for liking them because he's so, like the exact opposite, opposite of everyone yeah. who was there. Like he would, first of all, he would absolutely hate Oklahoma city and they would hate him. Yeah. hundred percent. But the people there were really nice, honestly, like I, it, it was fun. And then, but what I was thinking was when JV was in a fight with, uh, Westbrook, I had Westbrook's you, back. You have Westbrook's back. <laughs> okay. Then another scenario. If it was DeMar DeRozan, would you jump on the court and back him up? I mean, I was because like, if you did, then you already know Mark from wherever he is in the stands is coming out there. Yeah, I mean, I was helping the, him out too. <laughs> I was on the second deck, so it might have been tough for me to <laughs> for me to get on the court. But if it were possible, you know, I got the Mars back at all times. <laughs> but then, so Dallas to OKC is like three hundred kilometers north, and um, Austin, where we went to go watch the University of Texas game, is like three hundred kilometers south of Dallas. So it was like a full seven-hour drive from OKC to Austin. So that was a really long drive. But the the atmosphere there was also really crazy. It was a really good game. Um, the University of Texas has this guy called Mohamed Bamba. 
Seven yes, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah he's like six. He's like a six eleven center with a seven nine wingspan, like longer arms than Rudy Gobert. Uh, he's like projected to go top five, and he was super impressive. He had twenty two fifteen with eight blocks. It was crazy. It, Do like, you support either of those teams? No, I, honestly, I didn't really care. I just kind of wanted to see like the prospects play well because there are a couple guys who are going to be later picks. I think on Kansas, like like late first, mid second type of situation. Right. But it was more the atmosphere. Like it's fun to watch a basketball game when you have no like decided interest. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I watch Raptors games, sometimes it's too stressful because like I want the Raptors to win so badly. But here, I just wanted to see a good basketball yeah, game. It's happened to me too with the Heat versus uh, Miami Heat versus Charlotte Bobcats back then. I think yeah. I'm not sure if they were the Hornets yet. Uh, actually, that was a bit experimental because I was also wearing a a. a a foreign jersey to You're the team. You were wearing a LeBron. I was wearing a LeBron jersey, but it wasn't the Miami Heat. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Cavs. And people were giving, like, I don't know if people knew how to react to it. Uh, ironically, I think he left that very same summer or a Jeez. year later. But the, so you it was like foreshadowing. The game he dropped 60 something. Yeah. Year, when he had his career high, which is crazy. Yeah, that was, that was definitely one but of the best. I thought you've been to a college game when you went to see your cousins in North Carolina. No, I was supposed to this this winter break, actually. Uh, North Carolina uh, against Wake Forest. That would have been crazy because that's an in-state rivalry game. But, like, the atmosphere is totally different. Like, like, there's a band. They play the fight song and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And so for Texas, the symbol is, like, hook them horns. So everyone does kind of, like, the rock on sign but with their thumb in. And so, like, every time someone does something, like, you see 20,000 people throw their hands up and it's like... It's super overwhelming. But super it, white is what it is. It's super white. <laughs> but it, it was really cool to see. And, like, it was crazy to see Bomba in real life. Like, just someone so athletic. Eight blocks. Like, it, it was nuts. It was it was really cool. And then uh, came back yesterday. I'm still kind of sorting all my shit out. But mm-hmm. uh, got to be back. It was a good trip. A lot of driving, though. But so, so Was it your best Raptors game, you think? Uh, no, the one I went with Mario was for sure better because they won. But I, this was more talent, more talent uh, involved yeah. in this one, definitely. Honestly, like we like to rag on Carmelo, but watching Carmelo play in real life is really crazy. I've seen him play in real like, life. Like someone honestly. with that much like strength and pure scoring ability to me is really impressive because you really get a sense for how difficult the shots he's taking are when you watch it in real life. Yes, yeah, so you really do take a sense in the difficult shots he chooses to take. He chooses, <laughs> to take, yeah. but yeah, no, it, it was really fun. Um, Anything else you want to say before we kind of move on to our all-star? Uh, I all-star think I'm thing? ready for that thing. I'm okay. a little worried. That I'm, so uh, I'm so ready. the format we're going to follow is we're going to do starters East, reserve East, and then we'll just talk about that a bit, like emissions, snubs, that type of thing. Then same same with the West, starters West, reserves West, emissions, snub for West. Uh, all right, I'm going to start with the East. Uh, me and Cyril kind of discussed this beforehand, so we're expecting a little disagreement off the bat. Um so essentially, I took so I, I believe it's two guards, three forwards, which is kind of the format I followed. And then for my reserves, I kind of just made sure that there were three guards, three forwards, and I kind of let the last position be uh, be like a whatever. Um, so my starters for East, I've got Kyrie Irving, DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. All right. Yeah. So we have agreed everywhere. Except, except the one place we always tend to yeah. disagree, even when I'm a fan of the boy. Yeah. Even though he's my boy. <laughs> But you you have Joel Embiid starting too. I do have Joel Embiid starting. Okay. I, although I did debate between him and Kristaps. Yes, that was that's what I, I did debate it for a long time. I was thinking about it for a long time. What I was going to do is I was like, Embiid hasn't played enough games to warrant starting in the All Star game. And then I looked, and it was like a four game difference. On, yeah, exactly. So him and Kristaps don't have that big of a game. It difference. It was negligible. Like Embiid is just such a better rebounder and he's even a better passer. His shooting percentage is better as well. I don't know. Embiid is probably like the second best offensive center in the league after Demarcus Cousins at this point. It's just like he can't really stay on the court. 
I'd say he's better than Cat offensively. I don't think so. Yeah, I, think I don't so. think so. His post game is for sure more refined. It's just the shooting is not. But that the shooting good. is not as good. And honestly, he's not. He's nowhere as near as explosive. Even though he's he is explosive, but not just not as much as. And Beat is a way better athlete though. For his size, yes. And he, for his he's, size, he's an exponentially yeah, yeah. better defender. Yeah, yeah, he's a better player. That, yeah, that's okay. not up to debate. But yeah. the offense part, but that that's a different story. Right now. But like I agree with you that uh, Embiid definitely over or over Kristaps the four game difference doesn't yeah. um, make it was, up for it. It was path. tough though because Kristaps yeah. has really been been owning. Yeah, yeah. Been but when it comes to the difference between those two, I think the main one is that just Kristaps has more uh, more shot. He takes more shots. That's yeah, the only thing. That's true. Like honestly, like I think it. I think Embiid is just more polished. The thing for me is like when I when I look at All Star game, I'm not really factoring in like how much you help win and that type of thing. I'm just kind of looking at the numbers, like who's playing the absolute best this year. Right. Like I differentiate between all-star voting and all NBA. Like when I think about all NBA voting, I think more of like who's contributing to wins, who's playing on good teams, who's like playing important roles. And this is kind of a question of like who's putting up the most stats and who's, uh, who's just like playing the best. No, I disagree. Honestly, I just do the same thing for all NBA as all-stars. Who, who are the five players who are playing the best this season? And to me, like either way, Embiid, I think is putting up, is 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 uh, better than Kristaps in both of those, and going to our next guy. Yeah. So tell tell me why why you have I'm gonna so so well, you have Oladipo instead of Demar. Okay. Well, I want to start off by saying at first I did have Demar Derozan for like yeah. To me, it felt like it was almost undebatable. I think. And then so. I just wanted to look at just a few of Oladipo's numbers at first because I did watch a few games, but like uh, I thought maybe it was a fluke. I watched the 40 point game he had against the Cavs. I uh, watched. He had a few big games here and there. So He's been I, amazing. He was like my sixth man, sort of on the right. Uh, uh, and when you look at the numbers, they're almost identical. Like yeah. you can't really, if if you're gonna look at assists, rebound, like it's you're talking about decimals here. Yeah. So you can't really make a difference between the two there. Like where it really makes a big difference, I think, is the how they do it. You know, DeRozan obviously made some big strides in this game. I'm yeah. not gonna take that away from him. He's but passing Oladipo a lot better. is an exponentially better three-point shooter. There's, there's exactly. No really and Oladipo that. has done... Like, Oladipo was not that good of a three-point shooter ever in his career. Yeah. This year, he completely remolded his game. Not He's make, taking... Like, he's a much better three-point shooter at an insane clip, too. Like, uh, insane might be a big... Nut, for him, at least. Like, yeah. he's taking, I think, seven attempts, six attempts. Let me look. And he's shooting 40% from there. So, like... That's where the forty-two percent from three. He's really like. That's that. where I make the difference between the two. You know, that's that was. It's not a big one, but that's the small yeah. margin where I give the small margin and the small lead to Oladipo. As much as I want to give it to DeRozan, yeah. in fact, I thought of maybe even putting DeRozan as a forward and yeah. having yeah, and beat off. That. That, but that, that, but that like that's a sense. stretch, I yeah. think, just because Demar Derozan is still a shooting guard more than he is a small forward, even though he does play a lot of small forward this year. But like I felt that would be a stretch. I have to unfortunately take off Demar. Yeah. Okay. Well, at first, <laughs> at first when you told me, I was pretty triggered. But like, there's there's definitely like a logical argument for it. It's it hasn't changed like my. Personally. But like, what's I'm your argument person. for for Derozan over Oladipo? Doc, come on now. What is he's it? Like, he, what is it? Demar's like he's top ten in the league in PER too. Like he's just. Yeah, but that's one like. But you because you you're using like the advanced analytics to justify Oladipo. Like before we recorded, you were like Oladipo's true shooting percentage like actually something. Here's one thing too. I'm I'm not even gonna bring up the plus minus just because that's unfair to DeRozan. Like uh, like DeRozan does like Oladipo has a way better plus minus, but that's also because Oladipo doesn't have a good bench behind him as much as the Raptors do. Yeah. So, but like I don't really care for PER because that's that's a very flawed stat in my opinion. Like. But uh, 
either way, like, yeah, I, I bet you their PERs aren't that much different either. You know, they're like the, the raw stats are almost identical yeah. at the end of the day. Like, so when you have one of them was a ed- higher edge at on three point shooting, like a, a pretty big edge at it. Yeah. Like I have to give it to Oladipo. Like it's, it's, I, in my opinion, it's almost like a fact. It's like Oladipo has just been better. He's maybe not even the better player. I don't no, think he obviously is. Obviously not. No, no. But, uh, but for now he's, he's had, having a better season. But Oladipo is also getting the ball in his hands substantially. Not more to mention Oladipo. Oladipo plays the point like a lot more. Than he does have a bigger role. Yes. He does yeah. have a bigger role. But like, at the same time, it's not like De- DeMar doesn't have a big one himself, even this season, even though he's taking a diminished one. Yeah. Like, to, to be honest... But like, he's taking a diminished role and it's helping the team yeah, win. Yeah. But, like, that's... I can't give you, like, votes because you're taking a diminished role and it's helping the team yeah, win. But like, that's not something I can factor You need to, like, contextualize yeah, the statistics. Yeah, yeah, I am. But DeMar, that's what, that's what happens when the margin is so small. Like, he, I, he gets a small edge still... For Oladipo. And not to mention, even though DeMar has made big improvements in that area, Oladipo's a much better defender. He's always been. Ol- like, Oladipo's defense is really over. Oladipo's like a league average defender at no, best. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. No, no, yeah, no. All the statistics Don't point like to that. it too. Don't be like Dude, that. Oladipo <laughs> came into the league out of Indiana. People thought he was like a lockdown guy. And since he got into the league, he's been a disappointment on defense. I'd say he's been more of a disappointment on offense, if anything. I no. think I, I definitely think he's a better defender than, than DeRozan. It's the possible bar, because the, DeMar's a really bad defender, but yeah, like Oladipo, exactly. Oladipo's at best a league average defender. But at the end of the day, if we're comparing the two, like that's another edge I have to give to Oladipo. But I'm not really going to give someone an edge if they're not even better than the average at it. You know what I mean? Like he, Yeah, I get your point. Like any, like any player off the street, like any, like the seventh best player on like the average NBA team is probably a better defender than DeMar. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not saying much. The seventh best player on the Raptors is better defender than DeMar. The seventh best player on the Raptors is like Jakob Pertl, who is like the best defensive center in the league. But like moving on, I think like we could agree that neither picks are, are too aggravated. Like, no, are no, too no, bad. no, no, no. Because DeMar has made some insane improvements too. Like I was looking at where he's shooting the ball now. Uh, he's, he's, his shot selection is way more yeah. efficient. His long twos, his shots from between 16 feet and uh, the three-point line. Yeah. Last year, I think he shot it at, like, that was, those were 32% of his shots. Yeah. This year, it's down to 16%. That's, yeah. like, an insane improvement right there alone. You know, he's, he's just shooting it ball better. He's yeah. making better decisions. I think he's taken in the criticism. Like, the whole Raptors team really, like, have really learned from the criticism they get. They, yeah. they've changed their ways. I mean, I they kind of that. regressed a bit recently. Like, the two losses back-to-back, Dallas and OKC, were a little bit disheartening. But, like, overall, the team has really yeah. improved, as has the offense. Yeah. People are saying, like, oh, well, they're still, like, 20th in assist percentage and stuff like that. But, like... Considering they, they were last, last, last year. Literally, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's only so much you can expect them to improve keeping the exact same personnel. So, I, I, like, I would Casey, I give Casey a lot of credit up to now this season. I hope he gets to coach the All-Star game. Yeah, um, that's true. I so, never even considered the fact that there's a good chance he'll. Yeah, so if if uh, so, because Brad Stevens did it last year, it can't be him. So it's between uh, yeah, Tyron. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, like, but I don't think either of those guys are excellent coaches. But like, clearly, Dwayne Casey's a better coach than Luke. Yeah. Well, so, I don't think Tyron Lue's that much of a coach. To start yeah, with. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, you want to move on to the reserves, right? Okay, so, so why don't you give us yeah. your list? So I've got Chris Tapps, Victor Oladipo, Andre Drummond, Kevin Love. Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, and Al Horford. Damn. Oh my God. I did not think I would have to I would have to defend uh I didn't have Chris uh, Chris Middleton on it. I, I had to take him off. Okay. Um did you say Al Horford? Yeah. 
I, I don't know where. I, maybe I forgot a player. You have 12 or 13? I've got 12. I should have. Wait, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, yeah. 12. Hmm. Oh, it's because I have DeMar, too, and Chris Stapps, Al Horford, Bradley Beal, Drummond. I must have forgotten one then. That's my bad. But uh, either way, if I had to put a 12 guy, I, I you put Lowry, too? No, no Lowry. Yeah, my debate was between Drummond and Lowry because, um, I don't know, between the two of them, like... The way I looked at it was, like, you need to have, like, one pure center on the team, like, in the reserves. Wait, hold up. What What is your list again? Okay. I have DeMar DeRozan, Ben Simmons, Chris Stapps. Yeah, I don't have Ben Simmons. Ah, oh, that's where we're wrong. Yeah. You have Ben Simmons over Chris Middleton? No, I had Al Horf. So, okay, the, the way Damn, I, the no way ben I looked Simmons. at it is uh, my last pick. Okay, so I, I picked like six six people. And then, the, like, so I took three guards, three forwards. And then my last one, I was just like, I'll take the best of what's left. And it came down to Ben Simmons versus Al Horford. And Al Horford is averaging... 13, 8, and 5, shooting 52 and 43 on a team that's, like, way overperforming. I agree that Al Horford should be there. I just didn't think I, I'm a little caught off guard that I have to defend Ben Simmons over yeah, Chris I, Middleton I like, I to you. <laughs> I definitely like Ben Simmons a lot more than Chris Middleton, but Chris Middleton's averaging, like, 25 and 5. No, he's averaging 20. 25 and 5. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like, who does more? It's just... Chris Middleton was so bad in the beginning of the season. I have to knock it off of him, like, to start it. Yeah, but Ben Simmons has been pretty garbage recently, man. He has been pretty bad in and the that, few that, last like, games. That team in general has been also pretty shit recently. That's true. But who do you think? I, I think Ben Simmons is just a better player than Chris Middleton. Like, I, I don't know, man. I would definitely take Ben Simmons over Chris Middleton. You also have to think, like, it's very rare that rookies make the all-star team. That's true. Like, I don't know. Chris Chris Middleton, to me, deserves it this year. Whether he gets it or not is another thing. I also thought that the Bucks. Yeah, you know what? I don't know why I put Ben Simmons over uh, over Chris Middleton. Honestly, a lot of it was just because I'm excited for the rookie over an all-star. In, yeah, in an all-star I, I, game. I, I really, really like Ben Simmons. I, I don't know. I just thought, like, I, I prefer Chris Middleton to make all-star this year. But that's just me. Like, it... Like, if you can look at my list, like, I had Ben Simmons yeah. and I scratched him out. Like well, when you, look, really close. when you look at it, Ben Simmons is a much better finisher around the rim. He's a much better playmaker. But, like, all he can do scoring-wise is finish around the rim. Yeah, but he does it. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of Le- young, a young LeBron James in a way. Yeah. Young LeBron, like, even that, though that's all he could do, Yeah. it doesn't matter because he could do it anytime he wants. Yeah. So, like, that's why I don't really knock that off his game yet until, like, the last few games it's shown that he could use a jump shot. But until like people could consistently stop him from getting to the rim, it's not going to matter that that's all he could do. Mm-hmm. And also, like he's just so much of a better playmaker than uh, Chris Middleton, even though Chris Middleton's a really good one in his own defense. Yeah. And I just find Chris Middleton like I realized this year he's kind of a streaky player. While while we're at it, like he's yeah. he could be streaky from everywhere. He could have his really off games. I don't love Chris Middleton. Like to me, he's not an All Star caliber player. It just happens that he's playing in the weaker of the two conferences. Because he's also the defense on Chris Middleton is is like out of this world overrated. He's got like his his defensive box plus minus is like very negative. All right, so I think you won out the Chris Middleton Ben Simmons thing, and I won out the Oladipo one so far. So that, I think that even out. Though, like, I, I <laughs> it's re- always a question of winning. <laughs> I respect putting Ben Simmons because like my heart would have wanted me to put Ben Simmons because I like Ben Simmons a lot more than Chris Middleton. It's just like I don't know. It's difficult for me if I put guys with like guards with well-rounded stat lines 
That's like true. Like Oladipo and and uh, maybe Lamar it's me who just wanted all three facets mm-hmm. and not put Chris Middleton. It would seem kind of unfair. Bradley Beal as well. Maybe it's me because I I just wanted to show my anti bias. Like I I oh, it was an overcorrection for my bias for Chris Middleton. Cause... It's possible. I mean, like I was telling you beforehand, I just wanted to make like the best list possible. I didn't yeah. care about who I liked, who I disliked. Like I do not like Chris Middleton. <laughs> but he's having a really good season. There's he not is, much he I can is. do about it. No, I agree with you then. Ben, um, I guess Ben Simmons is off. We're going to have to wait for another rookie to make the All-Star. So, so the big snub is we don't have John Wall. I wouldn't call it a snub. I would just call it a mission. Because to call it a snub would mean he kind of deserves it. Yeah. Which I don't think is the case whatsoever. Of all the 15 players we named, like there's no one 12. who... Sorry, 12? 11 I, for you because you, <laughs> you forgot. No, no, I, I had 12 too. I just assumed you had Ben Simmons uh, okay. on and you added Middleton. No. I, that's why that, that last segment was a bit clunky <laughs> at first. <laughs> Uh, but like, honestly, John Wall doesn't deserve it over any of them. In fact, if we had an extra spot, I don't even think it would be him. I think I would, it give, would come down to like him and Kyle Lowry. I would put Lowry honestly over him. Like maybe my big debate was Drummond or Lowry. Yeah. Both of them deserve it over John Wall. Yeah, I would agree. As much as I love Kyle Lowry, he's just not an all-star this year, which is fine. Like, he's, he's, playing he's not an well. all-star because of a diminished role. Yeah. Whereas John Wall is not an all-star because he's playing like shit. Yeah. Like, that's what I think. John Wall has not been impressive whatsoever. And he, I mean, the me, Christmas game, he was quite good. That was the only one. And even at that, I wasn't... Like, that's what he's supposed to be doing every single game. Bradley Beal blew me away that game more than John Wall. Exactly. We that's, were texting John that game, and I was yeah. like, Bradley Beal's a bad man. That's what I was thinking. Like, Bradley Beal has really taken strides. I think he's now the number one option on that team. I was telling you during that game, we were texting, and I was like, like this is a spicy take, but Brad Beal might actually be better than John Wall. And I don't think it's, like, that big of a... Like, like I don't think that's that bold of a thing to say. He has been so much better this season. Not to mention, John Wall has been hurt for a bit, too. Yeah. So maybe that, like... Um, maybe you could say like that to defend him, John but even at that, just so overrated, man. Like yeah. everyone thinks by he's us, just I think by us defender. too. Like like honestly, last year we were like kind of hyping him up. To, I I know Toto I was, was hyping him up. I know I was a bit. I was saying that he was better than Kyrie Irving. Okay, no, no, exactly. Uh, yeah, I I was wrong on that. He's definitely not better than Kyrie Irving. But he thinks like people think he's maybe in like the twelve to sorry the ten to fourteen range in terms of best player in the league. He definitely is not. And he's not. And yeah. he's not even in the top five point guard discussion anymore, in my opinion. No. Honestly. He's maybe at the... Like, at best, he's in, on the fringes of it. Yeah. Like, he's been shooting the ball like, so... Like, you think Lillard is better than Wall? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Yeah, I think Lillard's better than Wall. Uh, like, and Lillard is maybe, like, the sixth best point guard. Exactly. And that... Exactly. And even that's up yeah. for debates. So, like, obviously, John Wall isn't on it. And when it comes to this season, especially... He's been shooting it poorly from the field more than ever. Yeah. Like, he, he's really showing, like, his glaring flaws. Uh, honestly, all he's been doing well is this season is passing the ball. He's always been an excellent passer. Yeah. He's more of a, like, transition passer yeah. than he is a half-court. Exactly. And, and, like, I've been saying it since last year. He's always been one of the worst half-court yeah, uh, yeah. players. And I, it's starting to show a lot now. Like, this season, where he's shooting 42%, I think, from the yeah. field. Like, it's, it's starting to show that he's kind of got to expand on his game put a bit of uh, depth to it. And it's tough because he, he has such nice pieces around him to run like a run and gun offense. And he's still kind of underwhelming. Like Marcin Gortat is maybe like at purely playing pick and roll. He might be one of the best centers. In Definitely. The league. Like he sets really, really good screens and he rolls hard. And then you've got three knockdown shooters around you. Well, Markeith Morris, not so much, but like, but like you have yeah. three guys who can possibly shoot around you. And you've got like one of the tightest handles in the league and you can get to the rim. At the very and least, still shoot 42%. Yeah. And at the very least, he has two snipers on the team. Like two yeah, of the 100%. best yeah, 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 yeah. shooters. Like Otto Porter has been like, we, he was not. I was 
like he was on my fringes for people I was considering. In yeah, that definitely. And another thing was that uh, the Wizards have been what eighteen and sixteen. Yeah, I don't yeah, think like kind of I kind of look at that when I when I pick my All Stars. I don't think fringe playoff teams should have two all-stars that's one thing that's also kind of why i didn't have kemba walker and yeah that's yeah. the only reason although kemba walker like even at that he for me it was kemba versus chris middleton and that's why i had chris middleton exactly i like to reward um especially when it comes to multiple all-stars yeah. like if you have multiple if you want multiple all-stars on a team you better be like a top five team or top yeah, six that's fair like I won't reward an eighteen and sixteen team with with two all stars. Yeah, makes sense. Because if that was the case, they would be eight and six, eighteen yeah. and sixteen. Do you want to move on to the West here? Yeah. Uh, Did you want to finish that thought, or you're good? Yeah, I was gonna say unless uh, unless like it's a, a really like lack like, of yeah, depth sure, case, sure, like sure. we're gonna talk about right now in the West. I think. Okay, so my West, the starters. I think the starters are kind of obvious in the West. I think I'm gonna come off as a homer but I'm, I'm, I'm always worried when it comes to these debates it, it, I don't even like my western okay. all-star so starters I've got, I've got Harden, Curry, Durant, Davis, Cousins alright yeah we, we have one so I have Curry too and that's what I was worried about I was worried you would put Westbrook no I'm, I'm glad you didn't yeah I looked I looked I looked I thought about it pretty hard but like the Westbrook shooting splits are just too bad exactly to and he's been incredible the last few games but you have to take the whole like you have to look at the whole yeah and honestly Curry's just like, we're going to have to take a sidebar here. To all those who say Westbrook is better than Curry, like, please, get off the, the your basketballreference.com. Get off your caveman stats. <laughs> That's not the case. You, you could just watch a game and you could tell. Like, there's a reason why Curry teams have always been constantly better than Westbrook teams. Even regardless of the... What about the one that made the finals? The, the OKC one? Curry was a baby back then. <laughs> he, he was uh, nursing like seven knee injuries, <laughs> like to be fair. So, but since he's entered his prime, Curry has been better, I think. And like, that's not even debatable. Like you just look at how much, it's not even about who's putting up the better numbers. Because at the end of the day, those are so like, so close that like, you're talking about that, that's, it's, it's not it's that close difference. now because he's averaging a lot more rebounds and assists. Yeah, but then you look at the shooting splits and yeah, you look, yeah, like yeah. it all evens out. But when you look at the, it's all about the playing style. Curry's playing style is it's like really conducive to winning. Exactly. Yeah. Like look at all how you would describe a a championship team without LeBron James. It's pass happy. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Move sure. the ball, move well off the ball. Like the Spurs and Golden State Warriors, and like who embodies that best? It's Steph Curry. He's the best point guard at both shooting and pass, like passing it, and then not just passing it for the assists, but getting those hockey assists. Yeah, being yeah, able yeah, to yeah. get rid of the ball early so you could. You know, do some off-ball actions. So, what's yours? You say you you're telling your that like uh, I'm, yeah. If you have Towns in there. You're just wrong. I don't have Towns in there, but I do have a Timberwolf, and it's my man, Jimmy gets buckets. Okay, no, no, no. Butler, dude, this guy has been crazy. He has been absolutely yeah. wilding out for my Timberwolves. This, te- I mean, this is a really bad team. Okay, let's just put it at that. And yet they're fourth place. So you, you don't have Anthony Davis. Though. I do have Anthony Davis. I don't have Demarcus Cousins. I think DeMarcus Cousins has been... (laughs) What? (laughs) Dog. DeMarcus Cousins has been very overrated this season so far. Like, for all the nice numbers he's putting up, the the Pelicans are a minus when he's on the floor without Anthony Davis. He's been the real game difference, I think. Yeah, but that's because Anthony Davis is such a good defender. Exactly. But DeMarcus Cousins has to do all the work offensively. But he's not doing anything defensively for that team. And that's a, not a good team. They're just not good enough for me to put two all-star starters on on the in the in the starting lineup. Like if they were 
really two of the top five Dude, Cousins, players. Cousins has more assists than Drew Holiday this year. Look, if they were two of the top five players in the West, they wouldn't be this bad. And they have been Can bad. Can you name like four players other than them on the Pelicans? Yes. Rondo, Tony Allen. <laughs> Go on. Drew Holiday, uh, Etuan Moore. Are any of those guys good? Not really. Not particularly. There's no, you just said like... In, like but they I haven't put two starters unless there's like an absolute lack of depth. That's true. And then we just listed a situation where there's objectively an absolute lack of depth. But then you look at what Jimmy Butler is doing too. He's just been absolutely wilding out. He's just so much better of an all-around player. He does. He passes the ball well. He defends his ass off. He scores like... Literally the only thing he's better at this season is defense. That's a pretty big deal. That's Especially for a center. That That's one thing we forget. Look at all the best uh, big men in the league. Look at the or look at the big man in the league who actually like have successful teams. Yeah, they're all good defensive defensive big men. You don't you can't be a good defensive big man and not play good defense. Uh, Jimmy Butler is not an all star starter, man. I'm telling you, like he has been absolutely no. wilding out these past few games. Like these I would, past I would few... put Clay Thompson before I would put Jimmy Butler because he's basically 50, 40, 90. No, man. I'm sorry, man. You're you're off on that. No, Jimmy no, no. Butler has been absolutely wilding out. He's been a bet. First of all, he's been a lockdown defender all season. That's one thing. Dude, DeRozan, he started off, DeRozan has better stats than Jimmy Butler. He does not. He does. He he's shooting better from not. the field and same percentage from three. I'm telling you, he like he had a slow start. I'll give you that. But when it comes to like willing his, especially in the fourth quarter, no one is better than Jimmy Buckets. His clutch stats are absolutely but ridiculous. Look at, look at the team he has around him relative to the Pelicans. Yeah, look at the team he has around him. They're way better. Like More the look at, cast is so much better than the Pelicans. Look at the coach he has around him. Okay, both those coaches are no, shit. Alvin Gentry is a decent coach. Like, like let's not disrespect Alvin Gentry too much. Tom Thibodeau, on the other hand, he's just trying to kill someone on the court here. He's he's terrible. This okay, is, this is like way too Homer, honestly. But like, <laughs> Demarcus Cousins has to be an All Star starter. He's been 26, 12, and 5. He has been insane. I, I'll give you that. He's, he's my, he was, it was between him and Butler. And I had to give it to Butler just because he's been such a, like. That's like your DeRozan pick. This is a Homer <laughs> pick. I, I don't think so. I just, I prefer two way play over one. That's, I can that's tell all you I'm when the list actually comes out, Jimmy Butler's not going to be an all star starter. He won't, and undeservedly so, yes. <laughs> okay, but neither me. will Demarcus Cousins, mate. Like, no, I don't Demarcus think so. Cousins is going to be an all star starter. You think he'll be a starter? You want to bet? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. But I would accept DeMarcus Cousins too. That was my big debate too. Okay, let me let me get to my reserves here. Oh, we tough. I wrote Anthony Davis twice, so I've only got six reserves. That's fine. You could put Jimmy Butler like three times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my, my other six reserves that I've got, Lillard, Thompson, Booker, Butler, Aldridge, and Towns. And I would, I would be tempted to put Paul George, I think, in the other spot then in that case. Yeah, that so was... Put, so we'll put Paul George instead of... Because uh, I wrote 19 games. Right? So do you have any Jokic? No. Damn, that's a... Uh, so you put... You, you put you, you didn't put Jokic, and that's where I, I think, uh, defer from you. I think Jokic definitely deserves to be in it. He's putting up the same stats as he is last year. And last year, he was the most hyped center in the league. So yeah. I don't know why, for some reason, this year, like, he's really been... It's really been quiet on the Jokic hype train. I love Jokic. Like he's he's one of my favorite players to watch. I just I don't but it know. just feels it feels wrong to not put a single All Star from the Nuggets when they've been pretty decent too, especially without Paul Millsap. Yeah, they've been decent without Paul Millsap. Paul so Millsap like I felt, the best player on that team. And Jokic is still the best passing uh, big man in the league. 
Well, I mean, not statistically. Not like statistically, but you, you can definitely see it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's also one of the most... Un- like, what I love about Jokic is that even when you watch him play, you could tell he's not chasing stats no. whatsoever. But when you talk about... Like centers on good teams being good defensively. What do you think of Jokic? <laughs> that's a very good point right there. Yeah. That's what Paul Millsap's there for right yeah, now. Yeah, Paul Millsap is really good, but I mean he's hurt. But uh, the the one thing I wanted to talk about, which I think is a bit spicy. I came very close to doing was I, I came like this close to putting Aldridge as an All Star starter. Oh really? Just be, like honestly, he's been underrated this year. I, I was scared. I was worried uh, uh, that you wouldn't have Aldridge on your list. No, I came, I came like very, very close to starting Aldridge over Anthony Davis just because like the the extent to which his statistics have led to winning. Even though I said like before, I think of that more in like an All NBA sense, but it's just been like so overwhelming how much he contributes to winning when you actually watch the Spurs play. He's he even I, last year he was very underrated for what he does defensively. Like everyone likes to say how he's been poor on offense, how he he's not the same player. He hasn't been, but on defense, he's changed so much. He's such a good defensive big now. And this is like this might be his like second best season ever. Exactly. This is like he he's been absolutely insane this year. And it's been he's been pretty quiet doing it. Like he's shooting fifty percent from the field basically, and he takes these like super tough turnaround post ups from like seventeen feet out. Like his his shot quality is always low. Like they often just toss it to him on the block and make him go to work. And he's got these like turnarounds over either shoulder. He can bully down low. He can kind of stretch out. I just really like what. Aldridge has been doing and like how it contributes to the Spurs system and, and how it helps them win. So yeah, we definitely agree on that. I was worried you wouldn't have Carl Anthony Towns. No, I, no, you, you have to have Towns. Uh, he was I, my last pick, to be honest. Yeah, though. he was my last pick as well. Him I and thought him. you were going to have Towns starting. I thought that was going to be your homer pick and I, dis- I would have disagreed with that. <laughs> but you disagreed with another pick yeah. instead. <laughs> um, but I had Damian Lillard too as one of yeah. them, one of the, my last picks. Uh, I had Westbrook uh, and Clay Thompson as my two reserve guards. And like, honest, oh, one thing I for completely forgot. I didn't have Westbrook in Jesus. So Westbrook is what I, I put instead. Of I had Westbrook. Day. One thing I noticed while looking at my list one more time is that I don't have Draymond Green. I don't have Draymond Green either. I wanted to put Draymond Green because, like, I think when I've been watching uh, uh, Golden State games, this is the best season he's had. He's he was forced to run a lot of like semi point when uh, Curry was out. Like yeah. even Durant would split the ball handling duties, and like visually, just eye test when you watch him play, he's been so good this year. But I just. Like, he might make All-NBA, but I just don't see him making All-Star this year. I don't know. It's yeah, it is weird because, like, he definitely feels like he deserves it. But honestly, it's, it's hard to take off anyone who's, who's, uh, who we chose already. Did you have Booker? Oh, I definitely did not have okay, Booker. Okay, so, so list your reserves? <laughs> My reserves were Klay uh, Thompson, Westbrook, yeah. Cousins, Aldridge, and Jokic, Towns, and Damian Lillard. Okay. One thing I did notice is we have a lot of big men on our big centers in our yeah in uh, the Western All Star. Like I think in total it makes about if you count Aldridge as a center. Yeah, Aldridge's been a center this year. That's I think cool. we have six of them, yeah, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, t- Davis is more of a four. Davis is more of a four. So I've got so I, I would have Towns, Aldridge, Cousins, who are all big. But it goes to show just how much uh, how much like it the disparity in between East. All East centers and West centers yeah. is ridiculous. There aren't many East centers. Like the best one, I think is is well, Al Horford obviously is one of them. And yeah, but he's not like he's not like a typical center. He's yeah. like a small ball center. And then you have Joel Embiid and Kristaps, who, who one of them hasn't really even really played power forward like any center. Kristaps yeah. has been playing more power. Kristaps forward. needs to get to play center. Yeah, but like that'll come with time, I guess. But like I think overall, there's so much more depth to the center position at In the, the West. West. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, even guys like. 
I kind of had to think about Clint Capella a bit. A bit, yeah. A little bit. It was just Jordan too because he's averaging 15 rebounds a game. Yeah, they've all been good. And I didn't even think of them, even though they've been playing at an all-star level. That's yeah. just how tough the West is. I honestly wish they would extend it to like 15. Like it would be really interesting at 15 like that. I agree. Because I feel yeah. like there, there are all-star caliber players in the West who didn't make it at, at 12. Another one who I always feel bad for leaving off is... Uh, is uh, CJ McCollum. Yeah, I was thinking, I was just thinking about that too, but I don't know, it's just so tough. And uh, I thought Booker was having a better season, to be honest. Devin Booker? Yeah. He's missed a few games, but when you look at, like, um, when the, the competition is this tough, I do tend to look at the record too. Yeah. And the record of the Suns is just so awful. It's really shit. That, like, I couldn't put him. But he's also having, like, a really complete stat line. He's averaging, like, 24, 5, and 5, something yeah, he like is. that. He's been quite good, and they ask him to play points a fair amount now. Like, he's more of a combo guard. He's a lead guard at times. Uh, he's a really interesting player. I know we were saying last week, like, we, th- we think Chris Chris Middleton might be a bit better than uh, than Booker at the current moment. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I still Just because one of them is two-way. One of them yeah, is a two-way, he's a two-way player. player. I mean, Booker, like, this time next year, I think he'll be a lot better than what Chris Middleton is now. But, like, for the current moment. I Honestly, I didn't, even, I didn't even enjoy putting Damian Lillard. Like, that's one pick I didn't even like myself. Just because he's not even having his be- his own best season he's whatsoever. He's kind of a chucker, and like that team is that's a team that really lacks depth. Other yeah, than those which, two guys. which got me thinking. Like, if CJ McCollum was the first uh, option on that team, and Damien was the second, yeah, I think CJ would be having a better season. It's possible to me, and C- he would become the All Star. Like, I feel like Damien just got there earlier, a, a few possible. years earlier. It kind of reminded me of me with my break app and uh, <laughs> this this little boy called Joshua. Mag- Whatever. Okay, let's not talk But that's for another day. But to me, CJ McCollum isn't really a shooting guard. Like, he's more of a combo guard. Like, yeah. he needs to have some some point guard duties. I don't know. The the Lillard-McCollum fit, to me, is like has always been awkward, and I'm not a big fan of it. I've never been a fan of it defensively, but what I love about CJ McCollum, and, like, this applies also to Bradley Beal, it applies to Middleton, it applies to Clay Thompson. It's like real good off-ball players. They're really yeah. good off-ball, and when they need to, they could be good on-ball yeah. as well. yeah. So, like, that's what I love about those guys. Those are your ideal number twos. Lillard, to me, has a little bit of, like, the, the Westbrook style in him where it's, like, a me versus the world thing. And he's just, like, he acts as if all his teammates are pure shit. And he's, like, always going 100% all the time, taking all these awful shots and stuff like that. And, like, I don't know. He he seems as though he would be a player that would be very difficult to coach around, like, system-wise. Yeah, that's Because he's just, he's just always isolating. He doesn't really involve his, his teammates. That it helps much. that he's a better shooter, though. Yeah, it he, helps. He is, he's definitely a better shooter than Westbrook for sure. And he's not as explosive. But I mean, I'm just saying like style-wise style, in terms yeah, of, how in terms of play, mentality yeah, when yeah. they play. Yeah, there's definitely some resemblance there. Any comments on maybe on leaving off Paul George? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of fucked up my reserve list here. So, But I, I still think I like Devin Booker above Paul George. Um, I mean, Clay Thompson to me, there's a couple of guys in my reserves that I just had to pencil in for like... Like, I was like, these people are objectively all-stars. I'm not even going to take the time to compare them to others. Right. And Thompson was one of them because he's basically 50, 40, 90. Just, yeah. So. Clay is always a shoe in just because no matter what stats he's putting, we already know he's in that top tier of shooting guards. Yeah. Like, regardless of the numbers. So it just feels unfair to, just because yeah, yeah. he's in a, in a, in a stack team to not put him on because the raw numbers don't give him enough credit. I, and the, his shooting numbers are always insane. They're always insane. The debate that I had was was Butler versus George, and but I didn't think about it too much. Honestly, Butler, like Butler deserves Butler. it so much better. Much, like J- Jimmy Butler started off slow. Yeah, that that yeah, he started off really, really. He started slowly. off really slow, but not even just what he's doing on the court. Like off the court, he's really just willed his team to every single win. 
Like, whenever it's the fourth quarter, they throw the ball to Jimmy and he actually gets buckets. Yeah. Like, this isn't a joke. This is what he does. <laughs> Except when DeMar dropped 42 on his head last year. But... That's in Chicago. This yeah. isn't Chicago anymore. <laughs> um, anything else to say about this All-Star? I feel like we've, uh, we've rolled through it a little bit here. Uh, I'd like to say, though, that this a lot of this might change, though, by the time... Uh, yeah, for time, sure. I mean, this is very time back. sensitive, yes. but like at the current moment, this is what I'm feeling. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Paul George makes a, a push now that the OKC has been yeah. playing a lot better. So then, who would you knock off in that? If case? that had to happen, honestly, I might have to knock out Towns. Okay. But if Towns is knocked off, blame it on Tom Thibodeau because he has been doing an awfully yeah. shit job, yeah. regardless of their record with Towns. Last three games, Towns took 12 shots each time. That makes no sense yeah, whatsoever. There, there were even a lot of games where Teague was taking more shots than him. Like you, there were games where Teague, Wiggins, and Butler were taking more shots than Towns. I have a bit of an edgy take when it comes to Teague, but I think Tyus Jones is, with the starters is so much better than Teague with the rest of the starters. It's possible because just there's so many ball-dominant players exactly. in the starting lineup. Just because Tyus Jones like is good at playing without the ball. He's just good. Like He knows his place in the starting lineup. Tyus Jones is like... The Timberwolves, Fred VanVleet. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he definitely is. And that they're both like super unathletic and somehow effective yeah, players. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in that sense. But what I like is that like it's kind of an opportunity cost with Teague. When he has the ball in his hands, Towns... Someone else doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whereas when Tyus Jones is on the floor, like it's not even up to debates. Like, Everyone Butler, else gets the ball. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and in that sense... And I, I like kind of putting an off-ball point guard with Butler because Butler is a really good ball handler, like he a is. secondary ball handler. So, And that's another thing I love about Butler is that he's a really good playmaker too. Like he, yeah. he's got the vision. He is a really good playmaker. More than I'd say Paul George does. Like Paul George, I'd yeah. say is... I would say the only like two guard, like in quotation marks, because Jimmy Butler can play some two, that has like vision and passing in the same tier as Paul George is DeMar. And, and, and like maybe Nick Batum. And if you consider James Harden, yeah. But I, yeah, James Harden is uh, it, like he's now a point guard to yeah. me, but like I mean, if you put him in shooting guard, he's exponentially better than Bo- that. That gets me to another conversation. Chris Paul, I think, if he had played enough games, I would have put him in too. Yeah, I think so too. But he just he just missed too many games. Yeah. it felt really weird only having one rocket in the entire thing. But it, it but was if, tough. If he was he had enough games, I think he would be in it too. Honestly, yeah, definitely. Just because like he has been playing, even though the numbers haven't like popped out, but they honestly never have. Like he's always been the point guard. He just plays his position and his numbers to the highest efficiency. Yeah. It doesn't turn the ball over. And in this rocket system, it's like that that has a big uh, yeah. role in, in what they're doing. Chris Paul has always slept on to me a little bit in like the rankings of point guards. Like he's a top five point guard. Oh, sure. definitely. And the Ross, like it goes to show how Ross stats could sometimes be misleading. Yeah. He's one of those guys that you need to actually watch him play to understand exactly. how good he is. And he's a lockdown defender for he a is. smaller guy. And he just doesn't make mistakes. Like he doesn't do anything wrong. He Last does- year he had like two 20 assists, zero turnover games for the Exactly. Like he's insane. And I think he always leads the league in the turnover to assist ratio, uh, assist to turnover yeah. ratio, despite having the ball in his hands all the time. Yeah, like, you just got to respect that. I wish we could put him All-Star, but, like, playing 17 games this year is yeah. just, like... Which is unfortunate, because last year, too, he didn't make the All-Star because he didn't play enough games. So, That's maybe, true. hopefully, he'll make it... Uh, Did he make All-NBA last year? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, I honestly can't recall, but I don't think so. But, like, he, he's a guy who's maybe... He's in that period of his life where he's just never going to have enough games to to be in those conversations. It's anymore. possible. I mean, he's still one of the great all-time point guards regardless. Oh, definitely. So. Definitely. Uh, 
But uh, I think that's all. I think we've yeah. covered it all. Any any parting words here, Cyril, as we leave episode 10? Yes. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention in the beginning. Uh, clearly, the content is not bad in this episode, right? Or in any of them. It's okay. It, it's, it's, it's possible. It's definitely not the worst part of our uh, of our of this uh, little partnership. Yeah. I think where we're really lacking, and it shows in our nine views, is perhaps in the in the advertising uh, uh, part of it. Yeah. Now, me and Jacob, we're not a big fan of self advertisement. That would be. That's true. And I think that might be an understatement. So that's never our goal with the podcast is we kind of just wanted to grow organically. Like me and Cyril, just like genuinely enjoy doing this yes and even if no one listened we would still do it just because it's fun to do it's like it's uh, it's an activity but it would it is like the the organic growth is kind of not really unfortunately it's shrunk organically yes <laughs> so if anyone wants to be the late like to take the blow and start advertising for us you know tell your friends about this we want to keep doing this but like at 20 dollars a month with nine views it gets tough it gets tough yeah, yeah. Cyril paid this last month so I'm good <laughs> I'm good with it so uh, hopefully uh, we get more views on this one and we can get the ball rolling again. Get back to our, our usual, even if we get back to our, our average numbers of 40 views. I think Yeah, I mean, we broke that 100 that one time and it was such a milestone. Yes, uh, we, we have regressed since. I guess we peaked a, peaked a little early. Maybe we should just bring Toto back on. And, Let's and... not. No, no, no. <laughs> all right, that's all for us today. Tell your friends about this. Uh, tell your friends about it. <laughs> and take care, man. Have a good New Year's.